0: What's up, what's up, everybody? It's Danny Green here, back with more Inside the Green Room. And a couple of my former teammates have a war of words, beefing a little bit. Before we get into that, let's talk about what my current teammates are doing this past week with the Memphis Grizzlies. H, what you got for us?
1: Yeah, yeah, Danny, it was fun uh, being in New York City for that uh, game. I-, I felt that energy outside MSG. I, I was not actually in MSG, uh, the actual arena. I was in the MSG Studios uh, working, uh, for a bet cast, but nonetheless, uh, it was fun to watch the game job, put on an absolute show. Want to get to that. I know you've enjoyed your time, uh, here in New York, uh, while yes. you've been here. Uh, and I want to get to, uh, maybe the, the Doc Rivers rule that was applied <laughs> to you, uh, while you've been here, we'll get to that later in the show. We want to talk sure. about your Upcoming I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll matchup with the with the Sixers as well this week too. We'll we'll get we'll get to all that for sure.
0: Okay, um, but for a second there, I thought you didn't have a ticket. That's why you weren't. I was gonna say, why didn't you let me know? But yes, the arena was rocking. There was a lot of energy, and I have enjoyed my time in New York. I've enjoyed watching job from the sidelines, but I'm very antsy get out on the floor sometime soon, but it, it, the, the Knicks, MSG, they, they had it rocking, man. It was a good it was a good atmosphere. Uh, I feel like New York is kind of back to where it once was uh, at, at the point when they had, you know, Melo, Linsanity, even before that when they had Raymond Felton, Amari Stoudemire.
1: Knicks so, tape era.
0: Hey, they, they <laughs> was rocking in there, and they, they're playing, they're balling, they're competing, and I, I think they're going to be a playoff team this year.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about also Jalen Brunson, what he means – for the New York Knicks with you and what that also means for Luka Doncic. I have my MVP take. We'll save that for later in the show. But yeah, you talked about it, DG. There is an energy in Madison Square Garden, especially right now um, with RJ Barrett being uh, extended or getting that rookie max extension. They brought in Jalen Brunson. Expectations are a bit higher than they have been in the past couple of years. Job ja comes into the garden. He does amazing things, get us a triple-double. And I, And for people who don't, go to Madison Square Garden, haven't been there before. Can you explain why people like you guys, like NBA players love playing in the garden? Why did, why did having a triple double at the garden mean a lot for John Moran? I, I think his dad wanted it. I think his dad said he wanted an autograph from him after the game <laughs> or something like that. Cause you know,
0: TV on TV wall sometimes, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a game, a hell of a night, hell of an atmosphere because it's a historic building. And the Knicks, regardless of how bad they are or how good they are, or how bad of a season they're having, they're always going to be a historic team, and everybody wants to play in that building, have a great game, and beat the Knicks, regardless of they're good, bad, or not, because they're just one of those teams that are known to be a top city team, a team that's always spoken about in the media, regardless said if it's good or bad. Um, but yeah, I so said for Jai, he always can score double digits. The hardest part for him getting assists and rebounds, but because they're so they're guarding him in such a different way. You know he had to dish out more early on in the game. He had to take his time, pick his, his spots, and he's had two or three guys contesting his shots and layups at the rim. So you know, if a couple times he might have had a couple turnovers or a couple bad you know shots, but he realized, you know, at the beginning of his game is not going to be about me. They're not obviously trying to take away from me, and I have to get my teammates involved. And he did that, and he got nine assists pretty early before getting into maybe going into before he got to the fourth. He had about nine assists or early in the third. Um, but, yeah, he was playing his game, was in a good rhythm. And then finally, toward the end of the fourth quarter, he made some big clutch plays, do what he does, what superstars are supposed to do. And him, as well as many other guys, made big shots and took us home.
1: So you've played with Bron, you've played with Joel, you've played mm-hmm. with Ja, you played with James Harden, I uh, played with Kawhi. Maybe Kawhi's a little bit different from those guys. you played with AD. Was mm-hmm. there a noticeable difference when you were suiting up and you're like, oh, we're getting ready to play at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Like, was there like, was a difference in the approach, the demeanor, like anything that talk. triggered like, oh, this game is different?
0: Man, everybody's swag is different when they step on that floor. And I think it has a lot to do with who's courtside. Just like when you're in L.A., you see the, the stars come courtside. You see, you know, I'm talking, talking smack. You see some certain fighters. Floyd was there. Uh, ben Stiller was there. And of course, our main man with the glasses is always there. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Big Spike Lee.
0: <laughs> there you go. You know he's the he's, he's pretty much the mayor of the building. You know he's uh he's always front row. He's always yelling, talking his trash. And we have our guys, you know, at our buildings, you know, I know, Bob, some of the teammates, boys, they talk trash to the opponent teams. Uh, they weren't able to get any courts out, but T was there. Uh, Morant, uh, Josh's father, um, you know, he does what he does, talking his, talking his trash a little bit. But, you know, just for that atmosphere, our owner was there. It was a good good chance to meet him. Robert Parra, I got a chance to shake his hands, hello. But you can see the atmosphere and the people that are sidelined, the energy is different um you know it's a lot of fun to play in front of those people and then people that are talking trash and nick fans are those type of that energy is that type of people that talk a lot of trash they'll boo you they get rowdy they get loud um respectfully sometimes un- disrespectfully but you know, you have a lot of fun in that building because you know that's that's the type of energy you grew up playing in the type of energy you, you live for and that's the type of energy type of buildings that you grew up watching it and want to play in
1: yeah for sure no there's there's nothing like uh the energy in msg uh, so, yeah, I, I, it was a good time, I'm sure. Uh, I, I wonder, I wonder, too, and we'll get to your rehab in a moment. Was there, has there been a certain game so far this season? where you, I, I'm sure there's been every game, but has there been a specific game or a specific moment where you were like, damn, I wish I was out there on the floor? Was there like a dunk, a three, a rally, like a momentum play? they like, yo, I could have. I wish I could hit that corner three or through that lob or what, or got that steal, whatever.
0: I mean, they're all fun. There's a bunch of games where it's like, I, I wish I could be out there. Obviously... Uh, the games we're having fun and winning big we played New Orleans I think that was the best we shot all season and everybody had a chance to play and play you know big minutes and put up some good numbers uh, those are always fun games we're throwing a lot of lobs but there's also I think the biggest games are the ones that you're struggling it's like all right when well, we can't find shooting tonight you know it could be New Orleans in New Orleans it's like all oh, right, we need another wing defender another bigger body we're just too small right now we're playing against Boston we're playing Boston at home and mm-hmm. they got so many threats so many weapons they're playing good it's like this game's going down some wires, going down the stretch, and they put on a good, hard fight. We did as much as we could. And, um, you know, those guys are defending, not champions, but defending finals team, defending Eastern Conference champions. And that's a that's a great ball club. It's hard to beat them. So I'm just watching those type of games like, man, I wish I could be out there to help them. Also, I could wish I could be out there to have that type of fun when we are winning big or playing well, but I think the, the ones that the ones I look forward to are the the, the challenging ones, the most competitive ones. We're playing the top teams in the league, whether it's top team in the East, top team in West, but the best teams. And Boston was one of those teams.
1: Yeah, uh, I like what Boston has going on right now. They are absolutely <laughs> balling. Uh, don't want to talk about Boston too much, uh, but again, you have been for, somewhat fortunate. You get to spend back to back weekends in New York during the holiday season. Uh, you won't be here. I think the Christmas tree is up in New York City now in Rockefeller Center. I don't think I you're not a tourist so you're not going to go check it out, but it no. did make me it did, but it did make me think um what has been the most memorable or one of the most like distinct memories of you being with a team during the holiday season. I'm sure you guys do secret santa or Christmas party. I don't know what you guys do. Um yeah. but do you have and what I you, a, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing this year? Do you know yet? And if you could roll back the clock for me and, and pick out a memory that stands for out? For sure,
0: for sure. I love the holidays, um, especially Christmas is one of the best times of year. And if you're playing on Christmas, even better. I've been fortunate enough to play on Christmas a couple times, and sometimes we didn't get Christmas games, uh, whether it was our city or market wasn't big enough, or our team they didn't think was good enough. Uh, I know in Philly, I feel I feel like a lot of guys, a lot of. You know, people there felt disrespected because we were a top team at one point and we were top C. We didn't get a Christmas game. Um, but they they do give you some give gifts on Christmas and playing on that type of platform in Christmas is always a lot of fun. On the road, it's a little tougher, but you know, we'll bring our family. I think this year we'll be in the bay. We'll get a chance to be there for a couple of days. So we'll bring our families out and enjoy it. Um, and yes, I've never been to Rockefeller. I, I think anybody uh, goes to see the <laughs> tree. You're from New
1: York. You can't go. You're from New York. You don't do the.
0: I feel like that's something we need to do at some point. See the Statue of Liberty. Go to the Rockefeller. Like the things that we most tourists do, we never do. Um, but my most fond memories of Christmas Day games and Christmas Day events um, when I was a kid is certain presents I remember. But as an NBA player. Um, there's some good ones and there's some bad ones. And I think this year I talked to them about it. We do a secret Santa situation where you can trade gifts. I don't know if you've heard this before or not. I forget what it's called, but you ultimately the vets get to pick last. The rookies pick first and they pick a gift that they, yeah, it's called, I think that's what it is. Jet just timed it. It calls white, white elephant. That's what it's called. Okay. And you ultimately the rookies go first. Some of the vets go last and a gift can only be traded twice. I believe. So they pick a gift. If it's good, cool. The next person goes. If they pick their gift, they don't like it, they can trade up to the person in front of them who picked before them. And yeah. that gift can only be traded twice. Once it's traded a second time, the person who owns that gift gets to keep it. Uh, we did that once in Philly, but other times we've done uh just random secret standard. You get a name, you hand it to someone, put it in that locker, exchange it or put it in front of the in front of the team. I've seen some extreme ones, ones that I can't mention, and I've seen some really good ones. And some that I've got, you know, I got a little tandem bike, which was kind of funny. Um, But I do remember one Christmas Eve. um, This wasn't, I wouldn't say a bad memory, but this is one of my rookie hazing memories. And I don't know if he remembers this, but one of the teammates that I described or discussed earlier that's beefing with another teammate, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, he's known for knowing some creative ways to haze rookies. Um, And this one wasn't bad, but it was a day where I was going to get a waffle, right? as a rookie you're waiting for you go last to get your food right we're in there for breakfast meeting because we're playing christmas days cleveland Braun versus kobe we're in la lakers Shaq's coming back to old home um his family there kids there whatever i I may be getting the details a little wrong but this is how i remember it um okay so i'm last to go i go get my waffle made you know there's a little waffle maker there a guy makes it for you eggs and stuff I, i take it out you know, I cut up my waffle, put butter on it, I put syrup all over it. And as I'm about to bite into it, take the juiciest bite. I've already waited that long. I had to probably do a workout or something and do be up all hours because a rookie, when you're not playing, you're not, you're not doing the you're doing team assistant stuff as well. Like you're getting shoes, bags, handing out this, getting charges, paying for that, donuts and working out at the same time, working out with everybody. So by the time you get a chance to sit down and eat, you just want to be peaceful and, and be left alone. As I was picking up this piece of waffle to bite it, Shaq grabs my plate right from underneath my face and takes that waffle. And goes, Yeah, I'm taking this one with me, big fella. Sorry, Rook. And uh, walks <laughs> off real smooth with my waffle. And I'm not the type to get mad over just anything. I just let things go. But I think that moment, I was really upset about it. I was really, and I was like, I gotta wait for another waffle. And I think he knew that I was upset and tried to hand me like some pancakes. Like, hey, here, here, here's some pancakes. Take these. I'm like, no, I don't want pancakes. I want this fucking waffle. Oh, you, that I oh, just- oh, you barked back. Not really. But I was just like, kind of like, I'm just going to wait for another waffle, man. But I'm like, am I having, like, no, I don't want these pancakes. I want fucking waffles. And I just waited for 30. So I had to go wait in line for another waffle for it to be cooked. And, you know, it takes, I guess, 10 minutes or so. Butter it up and, 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 put some more syrup on it but i was extremely I wouldn't say upset i was i was a little agitated at the moment that early in the morning you got angry. I about to bite into my waffle bite into my waffle and the rookie the rookie mode comes right in he's like, all right sorry rookie. i eat before you or i eat whatever whatever is yours is not yours it's mine right now and he took my waffle so that was one memory i do but it was a great game we we won the game I think they kind of – we went big, too. I think they kind of booed us there. Who knows? They probably threw some stuff on the floor. I don't know. But you, Cleveland days of Cole playing against Bron and Shaq, I think we could look up the highlights of that game. But it was a good game and a good win. as my first Christmas experience, which was a good one on the floor, but off the floor before the game. It was a little rough.
1: So Shaq Shaq deboed you for your breakfast. Uh, that's – me from a waffle, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Now every time I pick it a waffle, but I'm a rookie, not a rookie anymore. But I, I take cover and I make sure that there's nobody walking around trying to steal my
1: my waffle or my pancakes. Got PTSD from the experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of one Shaquille O'Neal, he was kind of out of pocket recently uh, with a comment, or at least some might say. Uh, we talk about Shaq and Dwight Howard, t- two of Danny's former teammates, not seeing eye to eye. We'll talk about that in just a moment right here on Inside the Green Room. Back like we left our car keys, Harrison Sanford, Danny Green. This is Inside the Green Room. You know where to find us on social media. And if you've been using social media, you're probably aware of the beef that's going on between Dwight Howard and Shaq. And uh, Danny, if you don't know, I'm going to give you a quick update. For those who are Mm -hmm. listening or watching who don't know, quick update. Dwight Howard has signed a contract to play in Taiwan. Uh, he has been balling out there. Uh, but one Shaquille O'Neal, not really uh, too pleased or too impressed by what he has done. In his debut, he had 30-plus points, 20-plus rebounds. And Shaq said on his podcast, that's what he should be doing against dudes that are five eight or so. And equated the league that Dwight is playing in to uh, a lifetime fitness league. Now, Danny, there's a multitude of things that we oh, can get man. to yeah. with this one. One I don't want uh, one. I'm not going to knock Dwight for going out there and getting his coin and enjoying uh, uh, some play playing basketball professionally and getting paid to do it in another country. It's not a bad life to live. So I can't knock Dwight for that. But then Dwight responded to Shaq's comments saying he should stop hating. He's too big to be hating X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. But then I would tell Dwight, hey, Dwight, you know, Shaquille O'Neal is in the media. And you know, like he's not just paid to give his analysis, he's also paid to be an entertainer. Like an there's, there's the X and O's, and then there's the humor, there's the entertainment portion of it. Um yeah. and so I don't but Dwight, you know Dwight, I'm sh- he probably has a large amount of how would I say this? Uh I wouldn't say animosity, but maybe, maybe dis- you could correct me if I'm wrong. Disappointment in how Shaquille has embraced his presence in professional basketball. For I'm sure. curious your discussions with Dwight, his feelings towards Shaq. Why why can't the big fellas have one big group hug, my friend?
0: Oh man, I'm I'm with you. Um, I, I'm sure he is because I'm he looked up to Shaq as a youngin, and all he wanted to do is be like Shaq. That's why he had the Superman thing going. I don't think it was a disrespect. I think Shaq, you know, took it as disrespect to him trying to think he's better than me or replace me type thing. Um, we all know Shaq was the most dominant. But, uh, yeah, like you said, it's part of his job to have an opinion. It's part of his job to entertain, uh, to speak on every aspect. We're in the media. We have to speak on things. There's things that I might not want to talk about, but we have to touch on. You know, if it feels like, oh, we're harping on this, but this is what's in the media. This is what is a big discussion. We have to talk about it, give an opinion, discuss it. And Shaq it has to talk about, you know, things that are going viral, things that are happening. Dwight uh, is going, playing well. He's playing professionally. He's having fun. I think I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's able to, to do what he's always wanted to do. I feel like he was going to do this in NBA. He's able to do it over there. Also get paid and play professionally and hopefully come back and play for an NBA team because he's definitely capable of doing so. Um, but yes, his disappointment he has expressed and other big men you know, have expressed it over the years. Uh, of their relationship with Shaq I think they would have loved to have been you know brothers loved to have been close and been mentored by him and accepted uh, but they didn't get that so you know Shaq has his old school ways of how he does things and I, I, there was a time where I thought they were cool they had squashed the beef and everything was smooth um, but it seems like it always reverts back somehow to where and, and maybe it's just because certain topics come up and there's discussions of what's happening in the news and so happened Dwight's in the news and for some reason, Shaq, you know, he's an all-star, he's a superstar, he's the most dominant. So for him to give somebody a compliment, you have to be doing something really great. So if you're not getting that type of, or you're not doing something impressive to him, he's going to give his opinion, and it might be critis- criticism. It may be uh, something, I not say negative, it may not be great, uh, you know, opinion. It may not be something that's impressed to him. So, And of course, if he holds you in a high regard and a standard of where he's at, he's going to hold you in the same regard that he holds himself, which is you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And, of course, it looks like negativity, it looks like criticism, it looks like hating, but I think he's just given his opinion of, you know, I think he does see Dwight as a, one of the greats and that he should be and could be, as you know, we all agree, playing in the NBA. And he could be doing a lot of those things in the NBA. But, you know, he wants to have fun. He wanted to play. He don't want to sit at home anymore. And, you know, he's doing it his way. And he's playing another professional league. And you can't knock him for that. So I'm happy for him that he's he's um, having fun over there and, and staying in shape and still playing after 18, 18 years or however long it's been. And um, he's enjoying it. He loves the game of basketball because, you know, he doesn't need the money. He just wants to go over there and he wants to hoop. That's that's all Dwight's about. He's very passionate about the game of basketball and he's staying in shape.
1: Yeah, for sure. Nah, it's uh, good for Dwight. Hey, as long as you can keep hooping, keep hooping. Where, and wherever you get the dollars from to hoop, Go get the dollars because you can only play for so long. So i um, not mad about that. And then the Shaq thing is just, you know, Shaq is going Shaq. That's it. You know, Shaq is going Shaq. Charles Barkley is going to Charles Barkley. Like, you know, there's just certain guys. You know, just, you got to live with it. You can't take these things too uh, emotionally. So uh, can't take it to you know,
0: heart,
1: man. Cannot take it to heart for sure. Uh, speaking of former big men, um, I know Shaq has always been critical of Joel Embiid. Um, you've seen Joel, obviously you played with Joel Embiid, uh, mm-hmm. and it makes me, and obviously the last, I can't not think of, uh, the injury that took place between when Joel Embiid hit the floor and ran and it fell into you, uh, an injury update I'm looking for one, but two, uh-huh. I don't know if we've ever discussed this on air before, uh, but wh- your discussions, have you had any recent discussions with Joel Embiid as it pertains to your injury, your rehab, things of that nature?
0: Uh, he checks in every once in a while. We haven't spoken as of recent, but he'll tap in. He'll randomly FaceTime or, you know, text and say, you know, say, what's up, how's things going, etc. I know he had a recent injury. I probably should check on him, him, James, and, and Tyrese, uh, all foot injuries, I believe. Um, but they've been balling. Shake has been balling, Furkan's been balling, Melt has been balling, um, all the guys over there. Tobias has been hooping. It's, it's exciting to see, and I'm happy to see some of those guys get an opportunity to play. Um, but he has not uh, tapped in as of late, but he has in the past. Uh, the injury is going well. Uh, I think our last update is probably similar. Uh, things are going really smooth. Knees getting stronger, quad, legs, everything, all the muscles around it. Uh, I think we're just working on the brakes right now. We're able to run. We're able to run at pretty high, higher speeds now. Uh, we to work on stopping, change of direction, um, but we, we're on a good pace. As I said, I don't like to jinx it, but Hopefully in a couple months you'll see more of me not just behind the camera and on the bench, but hopefully on the floor and in a uniform. But um, yeah, things are going well. Running, jumping, stopping, you know, single leg stuff. Trying to get you know that back and just getting the confidence. You have to mentally train yourself how to run the right way, jump the right way, or get the confidence enough to know that your, your leg is strong enough to do these things that it once was able to do before. Um, so it just takes repetition of that and not being worried or scared to do some of those things. Um, it's going to take some time, but I think, you know, this next month for me is going to be hopefully the bigger jump for me to be able to get into a place where I can get into playing some three on three, four on four, you know, five on five type situations.
1: Yep. Yep. Looking forward to that. Uh, one of Joel's teammates is uh, PJ Tucker. Uh, and then also as well, uh, one of the, another team, another former teammate of yours as well, who you're also going to see this week, Uh, is Kyle Lowry you'll see them next you'll see them on Monday um and so it made me think Danny so you got PJ Tucker Mm -hmm. uh what 37 years old signed a three-year deal got Kyle Lowry who signed that uh that deal with the Miami Heat a couple of off seasons ago at 36 Um, he signed it yeah and I would and I would say so far if you looked at how the Sixers are performing defensively P.J. Tucker, it's so far so good. Philadelphia 76ers fan will probably say he hasn't scored as much as maybe they would like, but we all know P.J. Tucker's game. And Mm -hmm. Kyle Lowry, even though he didn't have a great playoffs last year, I mean, they were one shot away from going to the NBA Finals. So Mm -hmm. I think Pat Riley would say so far so good. Uh, I wonder, do you track, are you tracking guys who are making who, are, who got recent contracts at that age, because obviously you're about to be in that same range, <laughs> uh, and kind of say, hey, like, I, if I, listen, if I was you, I'd be like, hey, PJ, I, I would love for you to average 15 points a game. <laughs> let, let everybody know that just because age is nothing but a number um, sure. when it as it pertains to basketball, uh, obviously at, at a certain age, nobody's going to be who they were anymore. But if you get good performances from guys in your same age range yeah. age range it'll prove it that it those guys t- can
0: still exactly. do it at that age and it was worth paying those guys so yes uh i won't say i track though the ages mostly i track probably my position and i guess mm. by nature you do position and kind of sort of your age so Kalo uh, kyle lowry is not a guy that i probably wouldn't track but i track him just because he's a friend of mine i want to see how well he's doing i know he's playing a lot better he's been healthy more than anybody this year and trying to help them fight through battles of injuries and and win games when they're they're shorthanded, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's finding a rhythm and getting back into more of a groove uh, than when he started out there. I know he had some times where he struggled a little bit, but he's playing a lot better basketball, shooting a lot better than he did. And um, you know they said that they struggled, they started off slow this year, but he's been the, the guy to try to keep them above water um pj is a guy that i watch uh i said i watched philly because they were just a a team of mine so i watched you know all the old teams that i played with or for and some of the guys that uh, are in my position and i know he's playing his defense i just know offensively you know he takes you know a couple threes a game maybe two or three and usually shoots about 40 percent um this year i feel like he's a little less aggressive maybe that's just the system they do have a lot of guys in that starting lineup when healthy um, that take a bulk of the shots. That's Tyrese, James, Tobias, um, and then it's him and then Joel. You know, so Joel is gonna get shots, Tobias is gonna get shots, Tyrese and James are gonna get shots, and he's the guy that is there to do the defense and rebound and then scrappy stuff. Um, so I do watch him and I do root for him to continue to be successful because I'm in the near future, going to be him. And I want him as well as all the other older guys to prove that they still can do it at that age and that it's worth paying those type of guys for two or three years.
1: Yep, for sure. Hey, I, if if you are, if you, are, I've been looking around the league too. You know who else has been in the league for a while, DJ? I didn't even realize this. Another green, Jeff Green as well. He's been yes. hooping for a good minute. And he's obviously been, a, he's been a serviceable player so far uh, for, for sure. the Denver Nuggets this year. So um, him, yeah,
0: as well as Al Horford has been doing it for the old guys. Oh my goodness.
1: Al Horford, bro.
0: Balling out of control is old guy and showing that look, he's been playing very well. He knows his role. Well, he's playing well. He's shooting well. And there's a lot of guys like that, that that can still do that at that age. And I, I that's the kind of the guys, I want to be that for my position. Um, for here in Memphis and be able to play good defense, knock down shots, make key big clutch plays and winning plays, rebounds. And um yeah, so there's a few guys that are doing it, and there's some guys that are still trying to find said, there's a lot of people on new teams this year and still figuring out their role, their their rhythm, their chemistry with the guys they're playing with.
1: The one thing that is a consistent among all of those guys, which is part of the reason why they were able to get those deals or have been or have been playing well as of recent or in their recent history. It's because the IQ, too. Like, uh, you watch, like, I watch Kyle Lowry, and I'm like, he might, even if he's not the fastest person on the court, even if he's not shooting mm-hmm. the best, it's like, dang, Kyle, just making all of these plays. Like, he's going to just get it makes done. His t- he just, The I, ugh. The older I've gotten, the more I appreciate a basketball player with high IQ. So, uh, the right decisions makes the whole team better on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Uh, the one thing, Danny, that I am trying to work on is now that we are in the holiday season, uh, I'm trying to get better with my entertainment selection before we okay. get out of here. I need your help. So All right. I've been watching. There's one show that that has gotten my attention and I'm so glad I'm tuned in. You ever seen White Lotus?
0: I've heard of it. It's on HBO, oh, correct? I have not I seen it yet. It yet? No, I've this not watched it yet. Danny,
1: it's on the list. It's on okay. the list. Like
0: I'll, I'll put it on. I'll put it on the top list. It was on the list already for me, but it wasn't at the top. But since you, highly, and you haven't steered me wrong yet, wrong once thank yet, you. you've done a pretty <laughs> decent job. Even though you don't put out a lot of, shit, you don't throw a bunch out there, but you throw out some good quality. Quality
1: ones. over quantity, baby.
0: So I'll put it at the higher part of the list. Um, I'm kind of circling back. We, we actually House of Dragons. We did that. We did Made Tale. We did that. Uh, Manifest came out with a new season. We're gonna do that, but um, I think we're a little late on this one. We're doing Your Honor, so we're watching that one, which is a really good one as well. So if you haven't seen that, uh, it, you should check it out.
1: I'll, I'll I'll think about it. You know, I'm I'm very. I'm have very, you seen Have you seen the I'm night? I'm very out, skeptical or? with the time I give up, my friend. With these I hate day, with these shows.
0: I feel you're a busy man, big time man. But I mean, no, if you've no, seen... no, it's
1: not. It's not that. It's just that I hate. I hate. Mediocre TV, or I hate like it, just above it, mediocre TV. So you, so I have I ever steered you wrong with the show? I feel like you have. I feel like oh, if, I feel if you have to say because you feel, like then to watch to everything, bro. Which is yeah. not. There's nothing wrong with that. True, but, but if I watch there's a good a show of, out there,
0: huh? I will tell you. If there's a good show out there, I'll tell you it's a good show. And For have sure. you have you seen have you seen the night of?
1: I have not seen The Night Of. Oh,
0: okay. So if you have, then you would know where I'm going with this. But if I tell you, I, I watch a lot of shows, and there's a lot of good ones out there, but this one is a good show, and I think you would like it. Night Of. The Night Of, and then the, Your Honor is the one. It's the same, I think, same producers, same directors, maybe, but it's got good camera scenes, angles, everything, and it has very mysterious type of Like, it's it's a mystery, mystery vibe, and has some good stuff going on. Now, The Night Of... A lot of people didn't like the ending of it, but it still was a great all the way through. And this one, I haven't finished it yet, but this one is good too. Your honor. And okay. Brian, Bryan Cranston is in it. You've seen Breaking Bad, have you not?
1: Yeah, I, I love Breaking Bad. All right, I'll give all it, right. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it he's a of,
0: He's the main character. So you, you know you gotta watch it now.
1: Yeah, I gotta watch it now. All right, fine. It's settled. I'll watch it. Uh but before we get out of here, I also need your help with maybe the the listening or viewing public beach. I hope too. You know what's crazy though? I can't really think of. Any holiday movies that I watch, like you don't outside watch of any Chris, outside like, of home, outside of Home Alone. What about I can't Halloween? Think of
0: a, you don't watch like uh, scary movies for Halloween? Well,
1: well, well, well. I'm I'm focusing on this time Christmas of season. Yes, okay. Christmas holiday season. A- a home New Alone year is top, top of, tier. Yeah, of it's course. Time. Yeah, but I can't think of I can't think of anything else. Oh, I did see Christmas Story not too long ago. With uh, was it Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, he's my bad Santa. Bad Santa, yeah, sorry, my bad. You see, that's how that's how I will be on top. Yeah, <laughs> bad Santa, That's that's how I'll be on top. I don't even know the name. Bad the Santa, Santa was pretty com- good. Yeah. So Home Alone and Bad Santa is the only things I've really watched that are holiday related. That that come that I could think of that I'd say that was a good watch. but you got? I know you must have holiday viewing options there
0: is a new movie dropping soon i think it's dropping for the holidays it is a santa movie and um i'm trying to remember the name of it or the call maybe jed can help us out here it is dropping soon and he actually has reindeer it's supposed to be like a comedy it's like a bad santa Wait,
1: you but Wait, you what you, you went to an advanced showing or something like that
0: no i haven't seen it yet
1: but i it oh, looks so like yeah. it would be good i need recommend I, no, no, I need recommendations. but i need people who've seen it you can verify it and say, say it was good to go. And then I'll, and then I'll go. Well,
0: I'm just saying this is something to look forward to. It's not a violent night. That's what it's called. Jed got us again. Um, That one looks like a good one, but there's not a bunch of great, like Christmases. There's some funny ones, you know, the one with Tim Allen that was Santa. There's bad Santa. There are comedies. There's the old classics. There's home alone. I can't say there's four Christmases. There's a lot of, you know, Rom-coms to watch. I don't yeah, know if you're a rom-com not, I'm not, I'm type not, of guy.
1: I'm not here for the, the rom.
0: That's why Bad Santa is your... and then now Violent Night. That's the one you need to see since you're a Bad Santa type of guy. Violent Night is the one you need to see.
1: All right, we'll give it. We'll give it a whirl. There's got it. this. if you're listening, uh, if you got a list of things that. I have Um, a good one. watch for the holidays. Go ahead. Hit me.
0: There is one that is old school is a classic and it's not very Christmassy, but just happened. there are some Santas in this movie and it has Ben Affleck in it and Charlize Theron in it. I'm not pronouncing names correctly or not. This is how I call them. (laughs) I don't know them personally, but uh, it gives me a lot of like, um, what's the name vibes? Like Quentin Tarantino vibes of when. Oh, I sign off anything
1: close to Quentin Tarantino. I'll tell you that.
0: Have you seen the 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 what's the name the movie with reindeer Mr. Pink? games? No, no well reindeer games is the name of this movie. Okay, with I'll watch it. Write uh, Charlie Stern. Then there's another one that is Quentin Tarantino movie. It's he has where they have reservoir reservoir dogs.
1: Oh, I've seen that, of course. Yeah, for sure. Okay, just making just sure. So, like
0: that, that kind of similarity of that where it's not the same, but it's about you know. Little action, a little bit of shooting, a little bank robbing, you know, some twists. So,
1: okay, I think you'll I'll, like that one. I, I that's 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 my that's my speed. I'll sign up for that one. And by the way, as Bob, Bob we're talking about Quentin Tarantino uh, movies. My, I have a new favorite movie of all time now, and it really? is a Quentin Tarantino. Movie. It it used to be uh, The Departed, um, but now it has moved on to The Hateful Eight, which I know you've seen, right? That is a great one.
0: Hey it's a, classic.
1: Is a great movie.
0: Immaculate. I don't yeah, know if it's that's the right word, but it's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's no, it's 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 a it's a one, my number one for sure. So it's, yeah.
0: It's incredible. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
0: It's incredible. So good. It's a it's well put together, so storylines from different angles, different viewpoints. I love how he does that, man, with the yeah. pulp fiction. You know, he has all those different scenes from different men. but yeah, Samuel Jackson. Boy it makes movies, man. They go, <laughs> yeah. guys, guys funny as hell. So yeah, you gotta love that. Did you see?
1: Did you see the clip with Samuel L. Jackson? They interviewed him about uh about doing snakes on a plane. I and saw I part some, of that
0: interview. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then he said, like, they were gonna change the title of the movie. And he said, if you change the title of the movie, I'm not doing it. Cause he wanted to do <laughs> a movie called Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: He's because that movie to him it was catchy. Who the hell wouldn't want to see snakes on a plane? I want to see snakes on a plane. Yeah. I remember I saw part of that interview. Yeah, he's he's hilarious, man. But those those are classical movies. Braindigars is a classic, but yes, Hateful Eight is a great one. It's a- sad,
1: sad but true. Sad but true. You're gonna kill me for this one. I've never seen snakes on a plane.
0: I mean, I I don't I, think that I, I'm was I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I understand. I I know you're not a fan of that, but I don't think it was one of his best works either. Um, But I feel like it felt like everybody
1: felt like they had to just go see it. It was like, all right, these are snakes on the plane. I got to go. I got to see it
0: because of the liners. And some of the liners are corny, but they're just catchy. Some of them, you know, you you just have to see it for the reference points, pretty much.
1: Uh, I, I won't make time for that, but I'll make time for, res- I'll make time okay. for reindeer games and I'll make time for night of, I'll come back with my review in a week or two.
0: And then, then your honor after the night of that, that's well, the next let's, series. Let's,
1: let's, let's, let's get to these first. Let's, okay. let's evaluate and then we'll move from there for sure. But, uh, I appreciate the references, my friend. I need, I need some more, I need some more things to watch college football season's coming to a wrap now. So I got one less sport that I need to watch. So we got a little bit more time anytime my dog with that being said uh i won't be watching uh north carolina basketball win any games anytime soon apparently. oh that's, man that's here another we go story. that's another Listen, story for another day you know, it's been a great show got, we had some close show
0: we had some close ones man you know what i'm saying a couple overtime games you know but they're gonna bounce back this is bill's character we lose now it's cool we end of the year that's when we want to be our best right now it doesn't really matter you know what I'm saying? eventually it's gonna happen but i think these these losses will take some learning lessons but we're gonna be all right we're, we're good we're good
1: yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, it ha- it happens to everybody. You can't win them all. No undefeated season. But that being said, it was a pleasure, my friend. Uh, nice to have you back in New York. Uh, yes, I will sir. be be in general. We'll probably be in Memphis sooner than later. As soon as you give us that return date, we'll be there. We'll bring for we'll sure. bring the whole we'll bring the whole crew with us. We'll make it a thing. Yeah. But until no, yeah, then,
0: you don't know, no choice, man. Until then, read, rate, subscribe, huh? review. Thanks for listening, people. Happy holidays. I hope you a it. Shout it out great to Thanksgiving. Have yeah, shout out to
1: Danny's neighbor who listens. Yeah, uh,
0: shout out to my coaching staff who listens. Um, it's crazy. We have some new listeners tuning in. It's it's amazing. But oh, yes.
1: oh, your coaches that your coaching staff listens.
0: Yeah, some of them
1: with, Okay, Sonia, one of
0: one of our assistant coaches, one of our female assistant coaches, Sonia, she listens and she's always randomly throwing like I'm trying to remember some of the stuff. She randomly throws out random comments or questions. I'm like, what? It's just, oh, she's talking about the pod. Like, she's like, oh, questions. Like she, I guess she forgets that we air it, you know, like later, like earlier in the week, and she asks me later, but she randomly throws out random comments. Says, oh, listen to the pot Oh, so you're getting this. So, so you're gonna play this one on December 15th, huh? You playing some Mariah Carey? She'll just run up with Mariah Carey, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Mariah Carey, yeah. I can't wait for, for
1: that one. That's gonna be one. good.
0: Yeah, man. That's so gonna shout be out good. to the new listeners, the neighbor, my coaching staff, everybody that's tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you before then, but
1: enjoy the holidays and hope to see you guys soon. Yep, indeed. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, last, last one, last one. Did you have a thing? You had a Thanksgiving meal though, right?
0: I did. We don't want to discuss that, but I did have a Thanksgiving meal. I shared with wifey and the brother in law. We uh, didn't cook. Okay. We should have got a chef, but we ended up ordering some food to be brought and to pick up to the house and had a couple meals there.
1: Surprisingly enough, there are some turkey. Places- Yes. If okay, some right. turkey, just man. want to make sure, just want to make sure. Yes. And, and, and are you, okay, and I thought we were going to go, but now we have to discuss this. Are you <laughs> one of those people who's anti-Turkey? No, I'm not anti-Turkey. Okay, see, that- I'm not anti-any food, man. I eat that's all what, food, bro. That's what bro. we're friends, that's what we're friends. I but
0: can't. yes, um, we had a meal, we shared a meal, it was cool, it wasn't the most planned out. Luckily, for this day and age, not everything's closed anymore, so you can order food or get food other places and go out to eat where people don't have to cook anymore. They're forced to cook. Um, but yes, we shared a meal. It was okay. But, you know, if you did a good job of planning ahead and making
1: sure we had some food at least. I, I, I would say, I would say, I don't know where all of you people have come from. You people who are all of a sudden against Turkey. I don't remember y'all when I was 15. 15 years younger 20 years younger yeah vegan, vegan wasn't a thing back like then this much, like there's like know? a rebellious rebellious uh contingent of people who are uprising and having this big anti-turkey uh slander that's going on we need to well, stop all right well 30, we 30 years ago man once it wasn't a many. year just be happy with it
0: yeah man 30 years ago Crazy. we weren't that healthy we weren't that healthy there weren't many vegans or any pescatarians Yeah, you know, we had not have all that back then 30 years ago bro Ridiculous, a lot, man. a lot changes all, in thirty years.
1: All of a sudden, turkey doesn't taste good anymore. All of a sudden, bro, after the, we all had turkey growing up for Thanksgiving, and all of a sudden, everybody hates turkey. What is I don't going think on? they
0: hate it because it tastes bad. I think they just don't like the, I guess. The no, other all, effects the, of, all it, of a sudden, of turkey is dry. Uh,
1: They're not cooking right. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah, get you a better, get you a better chef, and you'd like turkey. All right. There you go. God damn. All right. I'm sorry. Standing up for all my friends of Turkey on Thanksgiving. It's ridiculous. I can't. They
0: appreciate you. I appreciate
1: you. <laughs> Read, subscribe, insane. review, man.
0: Yes. It's Happy me. holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll see that got y'all soon. Me, that,
1: actually got, yo, that actually got me upset. It's the first time on shot. got upset. <laughs> I love
0: you. Love your Turkey. I right, We kidding. Yeah. Peace, y'all.